Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw aboard the new Silver Dawn and really on the eve of its christening. It's going to happen in a few hours. I'm here with what's, who's become a familiar face on Insider Travel Report, Jason Liberty, who's the relatively new CEO, but boy, he's already gone through two ships. You're not in that. And, and we're going to go to the christening tonight. And we wanted to have a chance to chat with Jason about both this christening and Royal Caribbean Group as a whole and everything in between. And you'll find out about that and more on Insider Travel report. Jason, first of all, uh, again, uh, it's the first time we've had a chance to interview. Um, I was at the press conference yesterday. Uh, I'm the guy that, that, that joked that I was I was late because I was in the spa because I had to try Otium, which is the new spa. Have you had a chance to try it? I have not had a chance to try it yet. Oh, you got to try it. You got to try I've it. I've been through it, though. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful area. And then they have, you know, this other uh, salt concept, which I'm sure you've tried a little bit, although you just got on yesterday. Yeah, but I've, I've tried it before. Okay, I've tried so it before. Yeah. And, 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 and your skin is glowing, so I, you must I have had a great time at the spa. I had a great time, and I don't know how many more massage treatments I could get in different ways, but it was wonderful. Uh, but let's talk about this. Let's talk about Royal Caribbean Group overall. overall. Here we are. We're emerging, hopefully, from the pandemic. Uh, what is the biggest challenge uh, Royal Caribbean faces uh, heading out, heading into 2022 and 23? Yeah. Well, first, I would say I don't. I don't think we're we're emerging anymore. We we've turned that corner. Um, you see travel returning. You see a clear demand for cruising returning. Um, so I, so I, you know, I, I think, I think very much we're we're now kind of on the other side of it, and really, what I think the the hurdle in front of us is—I want to say it's a hurdle—but we need to continue to deliver consistent vacations. And uh, you know, I think we have a pretty good understanding of the protocols. Uh, we've been executing on those now for seven or eight months, um, and you know, the consumer. Uh, our travel partners are looking for consistency, and that's what we've been now bringing now for for several months. Now, uh, one question I don't know if you can answer is: uh, We're all worried about the war in Ukraine, its effect on travel to Europe. I've seen surveys that some Americans are hesitating about booking vacations, especially to Europe. Are you seeing any kind of hesitancy among your customers right now? Sure. Well, we, we are we are in a quiet period as a as a public company. But what I would say is. We have a very diversified business. We have a diversified portfolio of brands that go to over a thousand different destinations around the world, um, and 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 of course there is you know there's always some level of angst that when when you know horrific times like this that's happening in the Ukraine is occurring, um, but our, our our guests and consumers find other vacation destinations for them to want to go to. Yeah, so you have enough to go different places in the world than just Europe, and and you could always say well, there's cruises can always go different places when something happens. Well, even within Europe, right? Europe is uh, it's it's a very, it's a very large continent, so the, the how the Mediterranean behaves or parts of the parts of the Baltic behave doesn't necessarily mean thing how how destinations that are very close to uh, Russia behave. Well, I was just in Hungary, Serbia, and Croatia, and you know, literally 800 yards, 800 miles away from Ukraine, and it really you don't see anything there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now let's talk about Silver Sea. A um, right. lot going on with Silver Sea today. You were out in the Galapagos with uh, my partner Alan Fine. Yep. You interviewed with Alan. Uh, you were on Silver Origin, and here we are interviewing on Silver Dawn. And a year, you know, about a, next year, you're going to bring in a new Silver Nova. Yep. Um, is this why? all the attention on really this line at the moment well when we when we purchased um first the two-thirds of silver sea and then the balance right. of silver sea our plans were very clear right we wanted to double the size of this business 
because when you looked at where what segment was going to grow at the fastest rate, just consumer wise, we felt very strongly about ultra luxury and expedition, mm-hmm. and that you know that was a category you didn't have at that. Time. That's exactly right, and and that's why that's why you see us investing um, very heavily in the brand. Um, we think the brand is very well positioned, strong brand. They know exactly who they are, um, and they seem to have a lot of quality demand that we just need to harvest um, as we come out of this. Yeah, well, it's it really is amazing, and is really Silver Sea coming into its own as far as you're concerned? Well, I, I think Silver Sea has come into its own, um, and I and I think that you know us us having the opportunity to bring them into the family, you know, gives them the broader operational and financial support to grow to their potential. And and uh, but the product is exceptionally tuned in. Uh, when you look at how guests are, are are taking to the product, it's at, at levels that we've never seen in the past. They've never seen in the past. And so I think it has come into its own. And for us, we just want to keep supporting and growing it. No, and it is the wonderful products, wonderful luxury ships, a mix of expedition and traditional luxury vessels with lots of innovations. We talked about Otium. Uh, we talked about salt. Uh, these are concepts that are brand new to the cruising industry and really have been made a mark for, for Silver Sea. Exactly right. Yeah. Now, the other one you've really focused on, although I focused on all of them, actually, uh, Royal Caribbean. I just got off Wonder of the Seas. You and I were on, on Odyssey of the Seas yep. together. Um, it, that's growing like crazy, too. Uh, how, how, how is that going for you? Yeah. Well, really, I mean, we're, we're investing, and we have been investing on all three brands. We've got 12 ships on order, we're actually going to take delivery of Celebrity Beyond next week. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be there. You'll be there. Great, there. that's great. And and so you know, you know, we we really believe that in each one of our key segments, we have the leading brands. Um, we have the products defined and tuned into what those customers are looking for, and we think those segments are going to grow um, um, pretty considerably over the next five to, to ten years. And so that's why you see us continuing to invest in not just new ships, but also in modernizing right. our existing ships. Yeah, I know you've done that with Celebrity a lot. Um, and let's talk overall, because Celebrity, as you mentioned, Celebrity Bond's coming up. There are other ships in the pipeline. Um, how do you structure Royal Caribbean group today in what categories? I mean, uh, Lisa Ludov Perlow, who's the president and CEO of uh, Celebrity, uh, is fond, is, likes to say Celebrity is a luxury product. And here we are on a luxury product. And then when you get to um, Royal Caribbean, you now have the new sweet class, which is a luxury product. So is are we lost classifications or do you still look at things like in contemporary premium luxury? Yeah, well, I, I think I, I look at it less about a, a, a uh, a tagline or a label on a category mm-hmm. um and and you know because it's tough to kind of uh paste you know that it's exactly the same depending on the experience that's that that our guests are looking to do but you know i think royal i describe it as really the ultimate multi-generational travel experience um i think i think uh celebrity which is a kind of premium product that is that moving into that luxury space and luxury is a broad term yeah. Um, and then you know, ultra luxury and expedition, you know, silver, sea, silver sea, and that's what we, that's what we see here on Silver Dawn. That's what we see here on Silver Origin when we were on the ship in the Galapagos. So, you, know, I think when you when you look at it less by label but more by the demographics and psychographics, that's where these brands are perfectly aligned. Now, you're taking over a CEO from a guy who's been in cruising. I mean, he's one of the originals. Yep. Richard Fain, uh, I've known him a long time. Um, how do you hope to make your mark with where, and what is your mission that you got from, from the board and from, from him and when he passed on the baton? Yeah. Well, yeah, I've worked with Richard for 17 years, um, and you know, his, his, his value system is my value system. And he even gets better hairstyle now. Yeah, he's better hairstyle. <laughs> um, you know, the, the curls were fantastic. Uh, but you know, they got the strategy 
advantages of, of the companies are, you know, I've been head of strategy for the past well over a decade. Uh, so, you know, these, you know, these are strategies that I were recommending and that we've been employing. Uh, you know, I think mission-wise, it's very clear to, to myself, it's very clear to our employee base. Our goal is to go out, deliver the best vacations in the world, and we need to make sure we're doing that in a responsible way. So the environment uh, is a very kind of important part of uh, my, my kind of mission, um, which is, you know, how do we go about decarbonizing our business? How do we invest more in our communities? And really make sure, making sure that our ecosystem is, is, is benefiting and moving along as, as we continue to be successful. Now, um, Richard and you um, both were very supportive of the travel agency community during the COVID era. You were the first one came out for actually giving loans to yeah. travel agencies. Uh, you did all kinds of things that were very supportive of the trade. And still, uh, I don't think the agency community is quite out of the woods yet. Uh, you know, they're waiting for income to come in. Um, they're starting to look, things are looking great for 23, end of 22. Uh, are you going to continue these programs or are you continue to support the trade? Yep. Well, one, you know, we are, you know, we are very much partnership focused. We always have been. It's helped us through the pandemic, and it's also for us to provide that partnership mentality to the trade, who was who really are our partners. When you step back, it's an ecosystem, right? And so, you know, our travel partners are are really a a, a, a channel of choice for us. Um, we have this kind of uh, uh, this 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 relationship where, where um, we, we both benefit um, from, from those partnerships. And so we will continue um, to understand what the needs of the travel partners are and find our best way to be able to support them. And I, I mean, the, the loan program or other, other cruise care program or, or travel partner programs we have, um, it, it wasn't because, you know, just, you know, of a need. It was, we, again, we need to make sure that that ecosystem is as strong as possible. Yeah, no, the distribution system is important to your business sure. and obviously for the agent's business or travel advisors yeah. as well. Um, we go out to about 100,000 travel advisors inside our travel report. I think we're the largest database out there of all the trades. And um, what would you say to those travel advisors today about the future, about Royal Caribbean and its main divisions right now about Silver Sea? Yeah. Well, what I, what I would first say is that um, thank you for being incredible partners. Um, second, we are very focused on, on delivering a consistent experience so that as you're out there booking cruises for us, um, that we're making sure that we're delivering um, on, 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 on all of that. And, you know, as always, we're, you know, we're here to you know, to make sure that not only are we successful, but also that you're successful. And so we're very, you know, we're great listeners. Um, I have a great, I have the opportunity of interacting with our travel partners all the time. And and I think that, uh, you know, um, cruising is, is certainly back. Uh, we are out of out of this pandemic and into an endemic state. And, you know, we know how to deliver uh, the best vacations in the world. And that's what you should be expecting from all of our brands. Absolutely. Well, Jason, I want to thank you for taking the time here aboard Silver Dawn. Uh, I look forward to hopefully seeing you in, uh, on uh, Celebrity Beyond in London. I'll be there for the christening for that. And it seems like you do it once a month these days. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're certainly busy with christenings these days. It's great. And it's great for the industry. And uh, you're doing a great job so far. You, you're you. just, is, is it always going to be this way, a christening every month? I, I, well, it's, well, I don't know about every single month, but, but certainly a couple a year. Thanks again. I'm James Schillinglaw aboard the Silver Dawn, just a few hours away from the christening of Silver Dawn. And you'll find out about all that. We're going to be writing about it even further uh, on Insider Travel Report.
There it is. Yeah, now it's going. Recording. Oh. What happened there? That's interesting. Just disappeared. Well, I know all the questions anyway. That's really bad. Alright, okay, here we go. I know the questions, I don't need them. One, two, three. Hi, I'm James Schellinglaw, and here I am aboard Silver Dawn, and this is the inaugural voyage, the christening voyage for Silver Dawn, and it is the third in the Muse class of ships from Silver Sea Cruises. I'm here with, as you've seen before, uh, Roberto Martinoli, who is the uh, president and CEO of Silver Sea, and Barbara Muckerman, who is the chief commercial officer, and we're going to talk to them about this brand new ship and what's going on with Silver Sea today, and you're going to find out about all that and more on Insider Travel Report. Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me. It's, it's been amazing. I, this is my first time on a Muse class ship, believe it or not. I don't know how I've avoided it, but my partner, Alan Fine, is you've, you've, you've been nice enough to host him before, and he's gotten all the benefits here. You know, you, in fact, he was just with you on Silver Origin, which yeah, is your, your Galapagos ship. Uh, let's start from the top. Uh, Roberto, let's talk about Silver Dawn. Uh, what is different about this ship compared to its two other predecessors in the Muse class? The, the Dawn is uh, obviously the uh, evolution of uh, what we did before on the Muse and, uh, and the Moon. And we also have something to do with the Spirit because when the Spirit was stretched, it was just after we built the Muse. And the Spirit is a very similar ship, you know, is the, uh, we, I would call it the same class, especially now that it has been stretched. So we've been learning as we went through. So the first thing that we did, the Muse had uh, uh, the the new dining concept that was uh, implemented, and we're going to talk about yeah. yes. And we what well, new dining concept in terms of uh, the dining venues instead of having a main dining room I, like it was on the Spirit before. I mean that ship had uh, several dining options. We have di a dining option on this class of ships, as you know, and uh, so the Spirit was the the sorry the Muse was the first one to get it, and uh, you know of course you know you learn uh, I mean by putting it in place and uh, when we did the Muse we had to do some tweaks to the dining rooms which we further implemented on the Spirit when she was stretched. It was the Moon and there is a further implementation here so you will notice when you go from the Muse to the Moon to the Dawn that I mean, you know, the dining experience is a little bit uh, changed in terms of distribution of seatings, uh, dimension of the restaurants. The restaurants are in some different places, right? Yes, uh, you know, I would say that the, the biggest uh, change was that we moved uh, La Dame, which is our French signature restaurant, from down on deck four. We moved it up, and uh, we we swapped uh, the position with uh, with the Art Cafe. The Art Cafe went on the other side. We moved uh, into a different location, the cigar room. So we did all of those changes. So I would say that uh, the most significant change that we have uh, on the dawn, uh, you know, in respect to the moon is that uh, she has got a completely new spa with a new completely new spa concept we introduced it on the previous ship but this has now been from the beginning we're going to talk to barbara about yeah. that concept too Absolutely. but so those are the big things now barbara let's talk about that dining you, you introduced your um salt dining concept and first of all remind us what that is 
Thank you, James. Sea and Land Taste is actually the most culinary immersive program at sea at the moment. It is more than just a dining concept, it is actually an ecosystem. So you have Salt Kitchen, which is a restaurant that every day will change the menu, and the menu will be the menu of the port. So last night we were in Lisbon, we had sardines, because sardines are a specialty of the area. Then we have Salt Lab, which is a test kitchen where you're really going to have fun with the ingredients. Again, yesterday's lecture was in Cod we trust, which uh, I understand. <laughs> in cod we trust. That's a cute name. I, like, I, I, I should have had the cod, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Today's tapas. Uh, you know. and, and then you have the salt bar, which is offering liqueurs and cocktails again of the area. If you add to this, this short excursion and, uh, and also the talks in the theater, you will be able to use food as the lens to understand the culture of the destination that you're traveling in. Now, have you made any updates to the, the salt concept for this ship at all? Well, this is when now things are starting to be tough because uh, the first season was in Greece. It was very, very easy in a certain sense for us to learn and make our muscles on salt in having just one region. Mm -hmm. Now we have two ships, we have Silver Moon and Silver Dawn with salt. And now this ship is going to start roaming freely in the Mediterranean, which means that... A lot, a lot of different countries, a lot of different diners. Countries, right. exactly. But so far it's going great. Yeah, what are you going to do when you get to Monte Carlo? And well, Monaco is actually very interesting. You know, there's sure it is. And you guys yeah. know it well, of course. But this is now. now uh, let's talk about the fleet today, uh, Roberto. Uh, how many total ships do you have, uh, and and what's coming now? And and also tell me the distribution because you have expedition ships and you have ocean-going yes. traditional luxury ships, right? Yes. Well, at the moment we have, uh, with the addition of the Dawn, we have ten ships that are uh, operational. Uh, I would say, op, op, you know, they can operate. We are not, not, not all of them are operational yet, but most of them are. We have seven now operating out of ten, and three more will come very soon. So by the summer, the whole fleet will be in operation. So the distribution is that uh, as far as expedition, we have cloud and wind. Wind was just converted in Poland this last winter. She went through the ice glass uh, upgrade and we also did a complete refurbishment of the entire ship so she's just now about to go to the Arctic and then Northwest Passage uh, uh, to complete the season and then going down to Antarctica for the next season so we have those two ships. We have oh, I saw one down in Antarctica at a distance it was very nice. Yeah so we yeah you saw the cloud there yeah. so the, then we have uh, we had the cloud in the Explorer in Antarctica and next year we have cloud wind and Explorer so the Explorer is the other expedition vessel that is uh, on her way now to go to uh, Australia to do the Kimberley season, so she's crossing the Indian Ocean. And we have, of course, the Silver Galapagos, which we just christened. Yeah, I know, it's grazing. Yeah. Like, it's a dedicated ship just for, for Galapagos, and my partner Alan Fine was on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, you know, we really loved it. We had a great uh, christening function in the Galapagos, which was uh, was very emotional. It was, was great. It was really good. I hear you did it by Zodiac, right? Yes, we did it on Zodiacs. Yeah, it's very cool. I'll show you the video. You saw I, I have the video because we, we, we actually did the video. <laughs> now, now, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, uh, have you ever really thought to really doing a dedicated Arctic or Antarctic 
expedition ship as opposed to converting what you have. I mean, a new one that would be really focused on, on expedition cruising in those Arctic areas in Antarctic. Yes, we, 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 are, we are working on it. And unfortunately, we were interrupted on this project by the pandemic because uh, we were... Pandemic. Isn't that so, so yesterday? So we lost a couple of years only for that. But uh, we are very well prepared because we had already done uh, quite a bit of homework. So stay tuned because there will be we certainly, you know, some news will come out uh, on this subject. So, and, you know, and, and as far as uh, the classic fleet, we have uh, six ships that are operational in the classic product. So uh, that make the total out of 10. So we have the three news, uh, Dawn and Moon, mm -hmm. the Spirit, which I consider to be of the same class okay. because the stretching implemented, I mean, is a very, very similar size and very similar layout and very sim you know and same same similar product delivery and then we have uh, whisper and shadow that are the other two that you know add uh, to six uh, for the classic fleet yeah, that's and then so so the 10 ships and then you have we'll talk about the one on the way um, Barbara, in addition to salt, you introduced a new, you're talking immersion in culinary and immersion in lifestyle, but you introduced a new immersion in wellness and spa, which is called Otium, right? And that, did I butcher that? Was, was I right? That, that was a perfect pronunciation. I I, at first, I've been calling it Adium or Otium, but it's Otium, right? Otium is the Latin pronunciation. So the T-I is a Z, so Otium is the is the right Latin pronunciation because it's a Latin word, as Barbara will explain. Yeah, and, and indeed, it, it's it's kind of a Roman concept originally. I, I kind of had this weird view of Roman spas and orgies, but, uh, you know, let's not go there. Uh, uh, but it sounds like an amazing concept. I'm going to get a chance to see it a little later. But tell us what Otium is, please. Well, Otium is the contrary of negotium, literally, which is uh, negotium means work, Otium means doing nothing. So with Silver Sea, we decided to refine the art of doing nothing. Uh, we looked at the other wellness and fitness programs around the world, and we realized that deprivation, suffering, sweating was absolutely nowhere in our brand. And so we decided to sort of break the glass uh, between the food and beverage experience of the ship and break it into the spine fitness so after a massage you can have a hot chocolate or a cold chocolate uh, while during your nails which you do every day of course <laughs> you know you I know I, I do it every day but you do right <laughs> you can have a glass of champagne and and this is really bringing to a complete different level the spa and wellness experience on top of this we also decided to relook at the sweet experience so Otium has a new balcony experience if you are in the cruising in cold water, you just call the butler. He will arrive with a cashmere blanket and a hot drink, for I example. Remember, I gotta remember that because I think I got a butler, so I gotta go get my cashmere blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and test it out. He also will draw a bath. We have a complete new sleeping experience, which I can assure you is amazing. I mean, I'm sure, did, didn't you sleep well last night? I did. The bed is amazing. I will got to tell you, that is totally, and is that new or this is something you have on your so previous? It's a, it's a further implementation of what we did before. So you wanted, you know, to maximize the sleeping experience. And I have to say that we are we are building a ship in, uh, sorry, a ship. <laughs> we are always building ships, but we are building a house in southern France and all the bedding will be exactly the same. Ah, as so, so 
Oh. So can, can we can we can we buy this bedding anytime soon? You can go to the supplier. Yes, we can share with you who's doing it, and I'm buying it from a supplier. Of course, you can. Yeah, my buddy Peter Greenberg might be buying your bed soon. We'll see what happens. He's, he has a tendency to buy hotel beds, so maybe this might be his yeah, first cruise right. bed. I mean, we'll ask him later if we'll he wants. To he's, he's on board. Uh, now let let so Otium right now is is now this is fully developed for this ship. You you had it in Moon. Uh, but now this is really from from the get-go you had this uh, this concept here, right? Yes, actually this is the first ship where it's fully implemented and we're working on a plan to retro-implement it on the rest of the fleet. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to look forward to it. I'm actually going to see a little bit today. Uh, you got me covered today. I got to do uh, the the uh, the salt and the otium. Uh, I'm going to be, you know, I'm, it's spot and wellness You're and food. I'm pampered be, to the end. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Let's, let's stick with you, Barbara, in terms of the other dining concepts on board. And you can add, uh, Roberto, if, uh, what are some of the other restaurants that uh, the guests have access to? Well, Silver Dawn has 298 suites. And uh, with this number of suites, you get eight restaurants. One is Salt Kitchen. Then, of course, you have Atlantide, which is international fare, including our 24-hour free caviar, which honestly is a treat. La Dame, as Roberto was talking, our signature French, which is now on decade in a beautiful location overlooking the sea. Silver Note, for the people who maybe want to have the old tradition of the supper club with live entertainment, it is a lovely venue and I would say one of the hidden gems. And then, of course, if you just want to have a fantastic Italian pizza, there is the pizzeria, the pool grill, as well as hot rocks, which in which you can actually cook your own meal on hot volcanic stone. That sounds amazing. And I, La Terrazza. And La Terrazza, the Italian restaurant. And I have to say, being Italian, I can say that, that the pasta dishes at La Terrazza are absolutely spectacular, besides anything else. And also the Ville Milanese, so those are... You know, it's a, it's a great, uh, uh, you know, number of different choices that you have. And what about the pizza? The pizza is great. And, you know, we were, uh, when we were uh, inaugurating the, the Muse, and we were in Italy, around Italy, so we had a lot of Italian people on board, and many of uh, Manfredi's friends are Neapolitan ship owners, and they're big about pizza. They were all there having pizza. I have all the picture. I'll show it to you. Well, I'm a bit of a pizza connoisseur, because I, I haven't had the pizza on board, so I'm going to have to test oh, well, it, uh, we'll because uh, we'll go together, because I, I have I have one favorite I'll tell you about, not now, but okay. you you could surpass that. Well, let's see what happens. But, but I do know a lot of ships, a lot of lines say they have the best pizza, it's not true. So let's make sure that yours is true. That would be our our pizzaiolo, as we say in Italian, the guy who makes pizza here is from Naples. So right. we should we should be good to go here. I think we're we're like this now. Now let's talk a little bit. We talked about the dining. Uh, what about the other public areas, Roberto? In terms of uh, the lounges, the we've talked uh, maybe the bars. Uh, we're we're in the Panorama Lounge here, and you have not just a Panorama Lounge. You have an observation lounge. So you got a lot of things going on here. Yes, I think that, uh, you know, what is great about uh, about uh, the Dawn and uh, where we have implemented all of a little more small changes, as an example here, in that corner there, we had the staircase going down, which we have eliminated to make more space and a bigger dance floor, because, I mean, this is, uh, you know, the venue where there is dancing, you know, in, the, in uh, after dinner. And uh, so one of the many things, so also the the outside decks are, are really beautiful here and they are really very, very popular. So you have it at this level 
you know, you can go outside, you see, you know, the gray space that you have with canopies, uh, uh, you know, heaters. It's a little bit cold now here. It's, uh, you know, spring, so, I mean, it can be. Back and forth in New York, too, actually. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you can be outside uh, day and night, I mean, you know, in a very comfortable area, overlooking the sceneries around yourself. And the same applies also to, you know, deck number eight, which is down below here, where we have... Uh, the uh, art cafe on one side and the la dame on the other side with the same type of uh, arrangement that goes outside and then you go down to deck seven is la terrazza and then you go down to deck six and you have like the the the, the spa with the gymnasium and exercise room in the very after part with all of these very large open deck areas that are incredibly popular and which we have extended a little bit compared to the previous ships and improved uh, as I said, the spa is a completely new layout, a new concept, you know, to make sure that Otium would work uh, perfectly well here. And uh, with that, uh, I mean, we have then the theater is the same as on the other ship, has always been extremely well, uh, uh, I mean, you know, received and uh, very popular, working very well. The other thing where there are changes compared to the previous ships is the Dolce Vita. Mm -hmm. The, the the public venue on deck five where you have like the the concierge desk and the tour desk on the other side and you know that room at the beginning i mean we were not very successful in designing it so we went back and we we now you've perfected it we have perfected it we have a big bar in the middle it works really well it's it's you know we did the, the party last night i mean the welcome reception last night and as you see i mean it's uh, it works very well so I mean the uh, of course the pool also we we made some improvement we changed layout of the pool bar and the pool grill they've been slightly changed we've been uh, in increasing <coughs> the, the 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 shadowed area by the pool because people more and more now they want to stay away from the sun or to have the option to stay away from the sun we also changed there is a jacuzzi on deck 10 after and we also, in, you know, improve that area by adding some more, uh, you know, lounges and, uh, and uh, you know, s outside, outdoor furniture to make it uh, more appealing because it was a little bit away from the traffic and not many people were going there. And uh, observation is the same, beautiful, all the way forward in a very, you know, with a great view and uh, a great venue where you can also have, there is a nice library inserted in there and also there is like tables for card room. Connoisseur. Oh, the connoisseur room, connoisseur. yes, absolutely. That's the yeah. cigar, cigar, cigar room? Great venue, we added. You go there all the time. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's something that also non-smoker go there because it is an outside area, which is very cool. Okay. We have also a fireplace there. I mean, there are, you know, it's a beautiful area which is outside, right, right, right here on, uh, on the starboard side, forward of the panorama on deck nine. Yeah. So, and, and all those venues are, uh, you know, have been a little bit perfected here and there with, you know, sme small to medium sized changes and uh, they are all doing very, very well. Excellent. Now, Barbara, we, we talked about the rooms and the bedding. Anything, any changes in the suites here? And I know you have butler service. It's amazing. Uh, I, I 
often don't know what to do with my butler, but I, he picked up my laundry today, so I know that was that was good. And he also and normally he'd be like making restaurant reservations, but I, I got uh, Brad Ball here who's helping me doing that. For who's the the communications for you? Uh, uh, now, what anything changes on the rooms? Well, um, you should also try the shoe shining. Actually, that's yeah. a great service. Of I the don't butler. I don't have any shoes that shine anymore. These are oh, leather. He, he, will, he will do, do any time. Do it anyway. So another change in the suite actually is part of the autumn package. We have designed a new comfort food menu. So imagine that for one night you just want to chill in your room. You can order truffle popcorns if you're watching a movie or the, the you know, for example, a foie gras burger. So there's also a lot of new treats for the suite. No, that's great. And you mentioned movies. I love I love watching movies on cruise ships. And I think you even do movies in theater now. Last night I missed it. But, uh, you know, it really is. For, for me, it's, it dates from years ago when I first went on cruise ships. And I always watched movies uh, as a kid. But th that's great. The, the suite is amazing. As you said, the bed is just out of this world. I, I think i got to get one, too. Because uh, if I'm not going to let Peter have it, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. Um, now, uh, let's talk a little bit about the future. Because this is the last of the Muse class, if you will, it's, you perfected this class, and you got something coming up next year. And we talked about this in a previous interview when we were at International Luxury Travel Market, uh, but you got uh, Silver Nova coming in. Tell us a little bit about that again. Yeah, so Silver Nova will come next year. It's going to be starting uh, in Southampton in July, and uh, she's being built in Germany at Meyerwerft. And uh, this is a, v you know, it's a very interesting project. We are very excited about it. Is a complete new design concept. Is a huge investment in sustainability. Something really unheard of. Uh, so it, it's a big step forward because it will be not only the design is going to be different. I mean, here as an example, uh, those ships were all built uh, the traditional way, which was with uh, all the public spaces after and all the cabin forward. The Nova. I mean, you know, we decided to go for. Uh, you know, public spaces distributed, you know, like uh, on different decks, separated from cabins. So you have, you will have both public spaces and cabins, both for and after, depending on which deck you are on. Uh, is going to be with uh, huge amounts of glass on the side. So wherever you are on the ship, you will have an, you know a great view of the outside. Which means that also the way the structure has been designed is different because normally you have the stiffeners that keep the ship together on the outer side of the ship. In this case, they will be more inside mm -hmm. to allow to have, you know, great uh, glass. And access to the sea and access yes. to all the beautiful. That's amazing. And uh, in addition to that, we also went for an asymmetrical design. So I am an engineer, so engineers want to see things all the same, <laughs> port side and starboard side. But Is that true? Architects, <laughs> and actually, another, in, 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 in another naval architect engineer like me, Harry Kulovara, oh, yeah. who's a great... Uh, uh, now you're part. You're working with him yeah, in Royal I mean, Caribbean. So yeah, we, we speak. Probably throwing back ideas back and forth, yes, right? Of course we do. We do. But I, I must admit that uh, on that side is is really an incredible, uh, you know, mind. And uh, so he, he, you know, we went through this uh, idea of the asymmetrical design, and this is implemented on Nova. So as an example, so the swimming pool is not like. Uh, with two walls on either side, but you have is a horseshoe design. So on one side is completely open to the sea, to the sky, to the water, and everything on the other side is not. So and the staircases are one. We have two main staircases, one on either side with a big glass wall. So when you are in an elevator, you will be looking outside. I mean, wow. you know. So open decks are going to be amazing. So it's uh, it's a very very interesting 
and uh, incredible step forward for us. So Absolutely, and we're looking forward to seeing it next year. And uh, if you tell me you got a lazy river ride, I'm, I'm going to start to worry about <laughs> it a little bit. Now, now you will have the same concepts of Otium and Salt on that ship as well, right? Well, yes, but there are some surprises there. The, both of the areas are larger and evolved. Nice. And I was going to ask you, you know, you've, you've, in the last year alone, you've introduced these two revolutionary concepts for, for culinary and for, for wellness and everything else. Anything else coming up? Well, I think we're going to work on perfecting these concepts for now. Okay, absolutely. Well, you, I think this, this, this ship proves that. Um, and I guess I want to ask you, uh, Roberto, how should our travel advisors out there be selling this ship? And I'll ask you the same question if you want to add to it. Uh, what, 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 do, what, should they, what should they highlight to their clients? Well, I think that we, we said it all. I mean, first of all, I think that uh, those are ships that uh, are, uh, this ship particularly in this moment represents, uh, you know, the, the, the way that we want to uh, give guests uh, memorable experiences is very much centered into uh, making sure that in great creature comfort, you're going to be exploring the world and you're going to be understanding the culture of destination that you visit. Uh, these two addition, uh, to our product have been instrumental to make sure that this is brought to the next level. And I have to say, I mean, myself also, when, I, when we were in Greece last year, I mean, you know, and we, we went out with this uh, uh, salt uh, concept coming back from uh, a big hiatus of uh, a long time, it, it was uh, uh, extremely interesting to be helped in experiences the local culture. And the food one is one of the biggest representation of the local culture. And I have to say to the travel advisors that uh, we have been having an incredible success. People love it. People are going back. I mean, they, we, I started buying Greek wine. Uh, that was not my favorite wine. So we have in our wine cellar some Greek wines. We are going back to do some recipes that we would never have done before. So today, and Barbara will explain it better than me for sure. I mean, you know, people, this is what people are looking for. And I think that we have been very successful in implementing this type of uh, memorable experience, immersing people more into the destination, which is what people are looking for. It's the wines. Oh. <laughs> uh, and in fact, we're in Portugal now, and there's some very good Portuguese wines too. Yes, now, now, Barbara, anything to add in terms of how you think travel advisors should be selling this sort of state-of-the-art um, uh, uh, silver sea ship? Well, thank you, James. I think our travel advisor partners should sell Silver Sea with confidence. Our net promoter scores, which are the ratings that the passengers leave, are through the roof. Uh, with the, the thanks to the, our destination uh, uh, reach, uh, you have a Silver Sea ship everywhere in the world. Seventy-two percent of the planet is covered by water, so you have customers out there that are ready for a Silver Sea cruise. Absolutely. Now. Um, Anything else? We, we go out to 100,000 travel advisors right now. Anything else you'd like to tell them about this ship or about Silver Sea going forward? Well, we, are, we have seven ships in the water, three more to come very soon. And uh, we are very grateful for the support that uh, travel advisors have been giving us. We've been doing our best to sustain trade. And, uh, of course, everybody knows about the great initiative that it took. So we need you. We want you to work with us, and uh, we want to continue this very successful, uh, you know, going back into service, which is very promising. We have uh, some issues here and there in the world, unfortunately, things we cannot control, but uh, I think that we have a much brighter future in front of us. Absolutely. Barbara, anything else to add to that? 
I just need to thank our travel advisor partners. The channel has never been this strong, and we really need your help. Well, Roberto, Barbara, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you for inviting me. This is my first uh, Muse class ship, believe it or not, because my partner, Alan Fine, gets to go on all the ships. So, That's why. That's uh, why. He wants to be there all the time. He wants to be there all the time. He was with you on Silver Origin. He was with you in Greece last year. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's wrong with this picture? Uh, but no, Alan's great. And Alan, right, it's great, right? He's going to be editing this. So, uh, but thank you again. This is an amazing ship. I'm going to take the next four days to really get to know it better and, and also experience uh, uh, Otium, Otium, okay, and obviously salt, which I had not done before. Again, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much, James. Thank you very much. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's awesome. Sorry, James, we have to rush. No, rush, I'm sorry. I did over there.